You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN 1480 KLMS. De Bruyne has nicked it. And De Bruyne scores with the calmness of an assassin. First blood, Guardiola. 15 minutes into his first derby. And De Bruyne inside the post. Ian Ancho on hand to steer into an untended net. Lo and behold, the weekend is upon us, and while it may be cold outside, it's warm where we're at, and that let those warm thoughts flow to you, as The Real Football Show has another great installment, and yes, it's Animal, yes, it's Perk, but Perk, we're short a man, we're down a man, did we get a red card? We're short a man of our four-player squad. Uh, Chris Dunford, he comes from Omaha for one. The, the weather's not the best, but he's got a sick kid. Uh, it happens, man. And, uh, yeah, that, that's that time of year. And, and you know what kids do? They bring it home to you. And yes. they, those, are those, new, those are those new sicknesses that we as parents get to enjoy. It's just a variation of it. And how awesome is that? That's the greatest thing about kids, I tell you. Anyway, what well, do you so I was looking forward because we, we also have uh, Coach Jeff Weller with us, uh, runs with the you know, YMCA, former state championship coach for Lincoln Southwest. And look, look, uh, welcome to the show again, Jeff. Yeah, good to be here. It's been a little while since I've been around, so yeah, good to be back. We assume good. that there will be warm weather, and you will be back on the pitch at some point outdoors, there, Weller. Yeah, well, you know, you know, some point, the uh, the groundhog, uh, the groundhog predicted in early spring. We'll see if it comes true. Don't drive angry. Well, I tell you what, single digit weather, <laughs> minus 15 degree wind chill, snow on the ground, kind of feels like high school state soccer. High school <laughs> soccer a little bit, or at least the start of the season. <laughs> it is uh, It is one of those states, kids, that you know that as we live in it, and we probably die in it, that it's just never going to be nice until about May. <laughs> yeah. the, what is it they say? Don't plant anything in Nebraska until, what is it, Mother's Day? It's like Mother's Day or Easter or something like that. There's like a there's it's like a farmer's rule I've heard. Farmer's almanac tells you something like that. You know, don't plant anything until after Mother's Day. You know, if you don't want it killed. You know, (laughs) so we've got lots to talk about. Some really super positive nudes and uh, and great not nudes but news out of the U.S. (laughs) Men's National Game against uh, Costa Rica and and Panama. Mm. I mean, just some great some uh, two to nothing. Yeah. Two to nothing. For one, what a fun time we had at Captain Jack's Woo! on Saturday, by the way. Well, oh, we missed you, but then we had some drinks and we forgot all about you. <laughs> <laughs> Easily forgotten. <laughs> so, yeah, we come out of that little two-game series with a five-nothing, you know, deal. Yeah. A three-to-nothing against Panama and then two-to-nothing against Costa Rica. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and, and looking good, looking energetic, looking well, you're the coach, Jeff. I mean, looks like we have a, a purpose, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you actually, you actually had have somebody who's going to be around. You hope for a while that you're you're trying to prove yourself one, and you have a consistent system that is going to be in place um, theoretically for a longer time. With the interim, when somebody has an interim tag, they're just kind of a lame duck to to a certain extent. So you know, you experiment, you play around, and the players know that they're I didn't they're, see, they're all adults. I didn't see that. Right. Mostly adults. <laughs> a lot of these kids, you know, they're yeah. they're or they know. No, they've been in athletics long enough to know the know the score. There you go. Yeah, because just like a little more energy than and nothing against uh, Sarachin. I thought he, he did a fine job. He was just put in a tough spot. You know, it's hard to be interim for fifteen months, right? When you have that mandate. <laughs> Where did he go, by the way? He's like a North Carolina, like in a USL team or something. Okay, I, I you he, know what? I didn't even think about that until you just said his name. I'm like, where'd that guy go? He, he dropped like a couple of levels. Yeah, it's really weird. Is it but, just because he wanted to, or because the there was no opportunities for uh, him to that's stay? A good question. There, because it kind of happened quickly. 
I feel like we'd have to have Corey here to answer that, you know, the <laughs> politics. He, so he, he might. Maybe he just won a job because that was quick. He could have held out for something higher. Yeah, he could have held think. out for something higher, but maybe he just wanted to stay around the game. Maybe he's involved. from there. I don't know. Right. But interesting note, his son, his name is Ian. I think his name is Ian. Yeah. Just got hired on Creighton's men's staff. Yeah. Get so. out of here. <laughs> yeah. So that just random? That is soccer, random. Soccer connections. Yeah. So what do you think some of the big lessons we've learned out of this whole first month as U.S. manager for Burhalter? you know? Great question because, you know, going in, I'm like, we're not going to learn anything because it's this January camp where it's not a, a really a sanctioned international break, if you will. So you're not going to learn anything, win or lose. Maybe lose, you might you might learn something. <laughs> do you think he has a tactical plan? Do you see a tactical plan when you see Burhalter's guys out on the field? Jeff can answer this better than I can. Uh, I, th- I think he's got. He knows what he's doing. He's he knows what he's trying to do, and it's just translating that to the players. You you have such a uh, limited time, even in those two week camps, to, <laughs> to to put that into place. So a lot of it really does plan of how do you how do you put that structure there? Because the guys can play to a certain extent, you know, good for good. So it's pieces in there and getting them to execute on land more than anything. They need to help with Zardes' touch a little bit. His touch is so oh, it's so bad. But but you know these young guys for a spot going to make the Gold Cup squad. But uh, so that's what they're fighting for a spot too. Sebastian Legette, this guy uh, in the two win over Costa Rica, he had the first goal and had a beautiful assist on the second goal. It was a, it was a gorgeous assist. Uh, this guy only has two goals in his USA career, a short career. Uh, the last one was in the same stadium two years ago in that six zero Honduras win in World Cup qualifying, and then he got injured, a nasty injury, is out for like six months. Uh, and he's from that area. So it's like his hometown. So he's got a, a lot of history there from goal scoring to injuries. Yeah. You guys to, want to perform <laughs> in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's super nice. So so he, he he really stood out for me. Some of those young guys that Corey Baird, that's the name the MLS Rookie of the Year, he 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 stuck out. Um, yeah, this And our starting average age, the starting 11, was under 25 years yes, old. Yes, <laughs> that's what we needed to hear. That's what we needed. There. You know, we lo- by the way, a little little revenge dish there served on Costa Rica is we faced them in the fifth round of the World Cup and got beat by them two to nothing. <laughs> For those of you who want to look back at history, back in the World Cup qualifiers in the fifth round, we lost to them. Again, not that it means anything at this point, but it's just one of those like reflective type deals. What's up next? March. March, we've got Ecuador, the powerhouse that is Ecuador, <laughs> and then Chile, because you got to say it the cool way with a little dash on the end. Chile. It's not Chile. It's Chile. What I like about that, that's two South American countries. I get tired of playing the CONCACAF teams, yeah, Central American teams. We play all the time. But so Chile's very good. Yeah, they're very two-time good. They're defending, legit. Uh, uh, what's the, the down south, their, their cup. The two-time defending champion down there. Oh, I can't man. think of it. Copa America. Copa, yeah. Copa America champs. So they're they're very good. So the Ecuador game is in Orlando City. Yeah. And then the Chile game will be played uh, at the BB, BBVA Compass Stadium. Oh, t- Tampa. Is that right? Oh, oh, here. I'll just, I can click on no, it. No. Uh, is that Houston? Oh, yeah. Houston. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Houston, Texas. Yeah. So, yes. So that, that's what we've got going on. And now, of course, when we get together in March... You know, we will we will get together, and, and it is considered a friendly, you know, if you want to call it's, it that. And that's the international breaks. That's also when those European teams will It'll get, get yeah, back Yeah, you see they bring their, some of the European-based guys back to play in some of those. Yeah, so then we'll see how he really gets going with, with his team. Game on the 21st is a Thursday. The game on the 26th is a Tuesday. 
Hey, weekends are so much better. (laughs) (laughs) They are. We had a lot of fun and a lot of people re-upping the memberships, a lot of people signing up for the bus trip as we get ready to head to Kansas City in June. And I'm glad, a good segue, because we just got this week the, the hotel finalized, too. Sweet. So, so, so June 25th is a Tuesday. USA plays in Kansas City June 26th, that Wednesday. Again, not a weekend. <laughs> a lot of non-weekend stuff going right. on. So Captain Jacks is going to take a bus down uh, on that Tuesday, leaving about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. Um, you can sign up through me or through Captain Jacks. We'll get their stuff out there and on um, Facebook and everything. Um, we'll go the, night, oh, the bus will take you to the night before party at Power & Light, which is a blast. They're so much fun. Um, take it back to the hotel. It's the Hampton Inn right by Children's Mercy Park, uh, walking distance. You know, and then, uh, uh, then the game that day, um, and then the bus take you back to Lincoln after the game, getting back really, really late. But you know, you're, you're back, not working so. Thursday. In other words, <laughs> you leave on Tuesday, you're not working unless you work in the morning, of course. And oh, then yeah, you, you can work. Yeah, that's right. You can work a half day on Tuesday. You could, and, uh, and, and <laughs> or just make it a full day. And you could work Thursday too, but again, <laughs> not we, we feeling don't. so good. Might have to take off after lunch. <laughs> but that's going to be exciting, and it's hard to believe now, but it's going to be hot. Yes, that actually does seem like a fairy tale. I don't think it's ever going to be warm again, ever. On we go to talk about the ladies. The U.S. Women's National Team, they've got their schedule of events, of course, leading up to, yes, they're going to the World Cup. You guys see the schedule in front of you there? What do we got? Uh, Japan, England, and Brazil. So a heavy hitter lineup there. They they always do. This tournament always does it, and perfect warm-up probably for the World Cup. Yeah, you'd think so. World Cup starts in June, so kind of a perfect warm-up to play with some big dogs. Yes, and... the She Believes Cup, uh, the 27th against Japan, then England, then Brazil, all part of, the, again, the She Believes Cup, uh, which uh, goes from Pennsylvania to Tennessee to Tampa. And that's uh, that's the story with the ladies, which, of course, we have, and we have no doubts either. We have high hopes, and we have no doubts that they'll take it again. But France looking really strong right now, especially, in, in fact, they, they beat us. Yeah, first loss it's a surprise. Since, since 2017. Yeah, we hadn't lost for like years. But think okay. about that. We hadn't lost for years. It's okay to lose, right? It's yeah, okay it's, it's and... okay to lose. It's interesting to see the the rest of the world on the women's side is really starting to catch up to the U.S. U.S. Ha- used to have such a big advantage just because of, you know, culturally, girls were getting involved in a much earlier time and it became a prominent sport that they could be successful in guys like Anson Dorrance and some of those figures in the college game that were building it up. So uh, a lot of other places, there wasn't the encouragement for women to play and they're coming along. Yeah. Well, our perk, that's uh, segment one. We've got another couple of segments to go and lots of other leagues to talk about. It is the real football show on ESPN 101.5, 1480 AM. You're listening to the real football show. On ESPN KLMS. You know, we should probably jump into it's the real football. It's the real football show, by the way. Animal Perk and Weller in here for another round. And, well, I mean, our entire first segment all dedicated to the greatest country on the planet. USA! USA! So, we're talking about the men, talking about the women. Probably should talk about EPL. We got to talk about that. We got La Liga, Bundesliga, FA Cup, Champions League, Championship League. Who's going up? Who's going down? There's just so much to cover. But EPL, whoa, look at the standings. Oh, yeah. Isn't this weird? Whoever, you know what? Anybody who's a Man City fan, anybody who's a Tottenham fan, owes this guy a thank you because I nodded it with (laughs) Liverpool this last week. The West Ham, Liverpool tie at one. You are welcome. I'll take that point, and I'll 
I'll I'll see you, Liverpool fans, who are always. It seems like there's a, they're everywhere. You just can't get away from them. But yeah, it was a great. I will call it a great game. I'll take. I'll actually take that tie. Uh, heck yeah. But Man City and Liverpool sitting at 62 apiece. That game, by the way, the last four meetings between Liverpool and West Ham. Uh, I'm you, sure they've I'm, been bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> in Liverpool's favor, 4 nothing, 4-1, 4-1, 4-0. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 16-2 overall in the last two years. So heck yeah, you'll take a 1-1 draw. <laughs> <laughs> so Liverpool could have leapfrogged. Ooh, no, I kept them from doing that. But Man City and, and Liverpool are tied at 62 points apiece. It's actually a really great neck-and-neck race with those it, it two. It is great. And, yeah, Tottenham is in there. Tottenham's yeah. only five points behind. They're, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it, but... Oh, he says they're not going to do it. Not Tottenham. Uh, you, you, not never Tottenham. you never know. You never know. Liverpool you know, seems to be bending a little bit under some of the pressure of being the front runner. City is looked human at times. City beat Everton, you know, this week to two nothing win. So that you know they kept pace there with with Liverpool. Now you got games going on this weekend. I'm. Uh, I, I hope Man City loses this weekend. <laughs> Man City and Chelsea, your highlight game on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Woo! That's a perfect time, by the way. For, I, I like those 10 a.m. games. Of course yeah. you do. It's like perfect. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you get things kicked off on Saturday morning with Fulham and Man United. Then Watford, Everton, Huddersfield, Arsenal, Southampton, Cardiff, Crystal Palace, and West Ham, Liverpool, and Bournemouth, which again, you know, that whole. Liverpool Man City thing there, you know, and it, it's an awesome year. It, this this year is going to go down as one of the better ones, I think, just because of everything. And Jeff, we'll get to your Man U team too, because they're all of a sudden, you know, when people are talking playing, about playing great. Oh, they're looking on. They're right there, dude. Yeah. They're in the top five yeah. now. Well, they're in the top five again. Even even if it becomes a two horse race for that top spot, you have the drama for between three teams that are fighting for the top four of getting those Champions League spots, and, and, I, yeah, so and I, those are all neck and neck. Yeah, and so it, it's starting to. So I think you're seeing the top three. I think the top three. It's going to be Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, in whatever order, and then those next three for that one spot. Chelsea, Man U, and Arsenal, right? Yeah. That it's so. I think that those next three, because then the seventh place team is is there's a huge gap. But so there's, yeah, there's a it's gonna be a very awesome race for the that last spot. Yeah, I think. Yeah, those teams are separated by three points. Oh man! Yeah. And as we come down to the wire, even Championship League, the EFL Championship League, Norwich and Leeds United are tied at 57 points apiece for first and second. Then Sheffield United, West Brom, Middlesbrough, and Bristol City. With Derby County right there tied with Bristol at 47 points. Uh, it, it's a tight race there, even for the what the teams could be for promotion. Getting into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that, that's a fun race, too. And It's easy for us to tell you that Huddersfield's not going to make it. I think that anybody will take that bet. <laughs> Nobody will take that bet at this point. With Fulham and Cardiff City, uh, nowhere near safe. Uh, Cardiff City may be able to get their act together and get up there with Burnley and Southampton and Newcastle, which are all lurking with 24 points as possible relegated teams. That is another. It's another good race too. Like we talked about the top, besides Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, well, and then you look middle of the table. Wolves. They've been exciting to watch. Watford's been exciting to watch. I think. I think the Watford manager has been in his position the longest of any of the other managers in the <laughs> really? Premier League. Yeah. Really. Yeah, our, our friend Darren Thompson would be a very happy man if the Canaries made it back up. Yes, he would. So uh, he'd, he'd 
be like, and that's been a few years. You could actually not have to watch them streaming on some random pirated <laughs> channel anymore. Right. So, I was going to ask you a quick, quick trivia question about Liverpool. The last time they won, Late are, we talk, are we talking? Are we talking in the Premier League era yes. as it is now? Yes, they've never won it when it's been the Premier since '92. Then, yeah. Wow, really? They've not won. Okay. Nope. I was, really? I was That's 90s. why it was such a big deal. And I'm sure all the Liverpool fans that are listening, I can think of a few right now, you know, goes back down to the slip, Gerard slip a couple of years ago. I remember when, uh, when they were in pole position to win it and just kind of fell off. I can't believe they've <laughs> never won it in all this time. And they're obviously they're one of the legendary clubs. They they were, you know, this huge man you run that's been on, you know, for 20 years. That was. Liverpool before that. They had seen most of their success in the Champions League. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. In in obviously last in year. modern time or like modern times in the last twenty years, I guess it would be they've seen more success in, in the, the Premier Champions League era. League. Yeah, in the Premier League era. Manchester United took it the first two years. Then uh Blackburn. Oh wow. Manchester United again, <laughs> Manchester United again, then Arsenal, then Manchester United again, then Manchester United, Manchester United, Arsenal, Manchester United. Is this a repeat? Bit, of a, bit of a theme. I know, I feel like I'm having a stroke right now. Arsenal, Chelsea, Chelsea, Man United, Man United, Man United, Chelsea, bit of Man United, Man City, Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Leicester. Everybody remembers Leicester because that was like the big toe in the room. Yeah, yep. which one doesn't belong? <laughs> then Chelsea and Man City. There you go. There's there's your since 1992. How many times did I say Man City? A lot. Oh, man, man, you. Yeah. Or, sorry, Man, you. How many times did I say Man, you? All of it. Like, a lot. Okay, well, while we're on here, well, let's talk. This is your team. Manchester United is your team. Yeah. Uh, Jose Mourinho left my we, my team, got rid of him, goes to your team. Yep. Uh, in his 17 EPL games this year, he had seven wins. Yep. Uh, since Gunner got there, Solstar, how do you say it? Ole Gunner Solskjaer. Since, since I always just call him Gunner. Ole! Since Gunner got there, he's got seven EPL wins in eight games. I and didn't lose that one. He's he's not lost yet. I think you can you can see, you know, if people talk about management or coaching or some of those different things not having an effect on the outcome on the field when you have <laughs> professional players that are all very, very talented individuals, I think you can point to that being the uh, the argument against. Yes. It's the exact the same argument team. for the coaches having an effect, you know, the culture that they build, how they try to set up tactically, uh, just how they treat people, I think, has an effect on, on <laughs> the dressing room. You know what's interesting is all of those teams that I read you that have won EPL titles since 92, mm-hmm. the one that is glaring is Black Rovers. Yeah, yeah. That I was mean, early, I, right? That was like the second one you said. I'm even Third in the champion. I'm looking in the next tier, the, the EFL championship. They're, they're not even there. Black, they're not a time no, no, where, sorry, I'm sorry. They're in the 11th place. Sorry. They're, okay. okay. Black Rovers. They're not a time when they were very, very competitive. So they've, it's, and that's one of the things you get with promotion relegation, just depending on ownership, players you buy, decisions you make. You can see those teams that fluctuate up and down. Like Leeds United your used to be. Your whole cities, your Aston Villas. Uh, well, yeah. our, Dave, Stoke. Yeah. Dave Wilson, our, our buddy you know, who moved out of Lincoln, is in Columbus, Ohio now. Sunderland fan. Yeah. They've dropped two leagues. They're in. They're in the third level. Aston Villa used to be. They're. They're a big team. Legendary there. team. Yeah. That is. Where are they even now? Just in the championship? I'd have to even look. I think they're in the championship. Yeah. They, they, they are. Uh, they're. But the Canaries looking at making a jump up, and they were just up there a couple of years ago. Leeds yeah. United, though, that's a brand new one to me. But you guys say they've been around forever. Uh, this oh, is yeah, another one of those legendary really teams. Successful. Yeah. 
and Sheffield United. Which, of course, everybody, there's Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday. Yep. And they're both in the championship, the, the second tier, right? They're yes, both in the. Correct. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday's in 16th, though. They're, they're uh, not where's in Birmingham any... City, speaking of our friend Dunford? Ooh, they're, they're like 7th, 8th? 8th place. Or are eighth they place. in range? What's their well, points? They're 43 points, and number one is 57 points. So you'd have to make a pretty good. Pretty good run. If you can just get that sixth spot, just make the playoffs. You'd rather have first or second, obviously. Yeah, that's actually not bad. You're he's actually right because they do that playoff between was it third, fourth, or fifth. fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh? No, uh, so third plays sixth, and fourth plays fifth. <laughs> then the winners play, <laughs> and the, so one of those four teams goes up and playing at Wembley. Yeah, and they play at Wembley. I think all those leagues do. Yeah, it's like kind the, of a really cool thing. Games. That so the promotion relegation is is um, is just awesome. It's an, and heartbreaking. I can't imagine. Oh, awesome and heartbreaking. Yes. All at once. So very exciting uh, games for both the championship and the EPL uh, this weekend. And it's kind of cool to look back at those, especially the Blackburn Rovers. That's one of the ones that's like, wow. <laughs> you know, all the other ones, we know those ones by heart. But yeah. Blackburn, you know, winning it the third year in, you know, um, the runners up were, in fact, Manchester United was a runner up. And then... Nottingham Forest was third place. You know, I think I'm going to do a break is check what Blackburn did those following next couple of years. Like, was it a drastic drop off or they slowly go oh, down? I'm to trying like, to remember. Yeah. I'm trying to, well, they, they were in, they were up in the Premier League for a number of years. It's just been recently that they've kind of fallen off into obscurity. Okay. So do you think maybe they're in the EPL the whole uh, time? Well, they, they have been up most recently as of, like 2011, because I went and watched Man United win their record-breaking 19th title. <laughs> Here he goes. Here he away goes. Away at Blackburn. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, that's a, it's called a humble brag. I, I, I was I was at the game. It was at, it was away to Blackburn, and they oh, okay. they got a draw from it, but that was enough to secure them with the title. Nice. So you've been in Blackburn Stadium, even. Yeah. Is that in London, or is there a town called Blackburn? Oh no, it's Blackburn. Yeah. There's, okay. Okay. That is a real football show. It's segment two all wrapped up. We've got plenty more to go. It's Perk, it's Weller, it's Animal, and it is the real football show on ESPN 101.5, 1480 AM. You're listening to the real football show on ESPN KLMS. The real football show on ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 AM. Yes, we have a Facebook, the real TR football show. And of course, yeah, we're even on uh, Twitter as well, real footballs, because we couldn't have real football. So whatever. <laughs> It's a plural, like it should be anyway. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, anyway, moving on. We have, uh, you know, we could talk some FA Cup. Talk about some of the matches coming up with that. But let's get into Champions League and the Sweet 16, which begins next week. Yes. Roma-Porto on Tuesday. Man United-PSG on Tuesday. Wednesday, the Spurs and Dortmund. Ajax and Real Madrid on Wednesday. Uh, other games next week include, uh, well, no, then that's that week. Then it, then it takes a week off. Then Lyon and Barcelona on Tuesday the 19th. Liverpool, Bayern on the 19th. Wednesday the 20th, Atletico Madrid and Juventus. Schalke 04 and Man City on Wednesday the 20th. So FA Cup and the, sorry, the UEFA Champions League Cup and the Sweet 16 about ready to drop the hammer with some really awesome games next week. It's going to be yeah. some good ones, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Spurs and Dortmund, I'm fascinated to see. I, I won't even make a prediction on this because, you know, how Dortmund is doing so well. And the Spurs are not bad, but I just I don't know if anything can stop Dortmund at this point. They just seem so strong. They just had that, like, kind of an epic game in, the in I guess, the German Cup 
They uh, they lost to uh, Leipzig. No, but they, they lost three to three, and then in, in, in penalties they lost. But uh, Pulisic had a goal, a late goal, and um, but yeah, but that was in the German Cup. But yeah, in the league they're doing they're doing great. Probably a good matchup for him is Tottenham. Um, Tottenham Harry Kane won't be back for another month. Werder Bremen is who they lost to. Werder Bremen. Yeah, I knew there was an American on the team. Okay, yeah. It was Josh Sargent's Who's going to make it out of the Sweet 16? Who's going to be your eight? Who's going to be your eight to make it into the next round of the UEFA Champions League? Uh, I'll, I'll say Dortmund will be one. I say they'll beat Tottenham. Yep. Uh, I feel good about that, too. Uh, I think Schalke will uh, beat uh, who Schalke playing? Man City. No. Is, oh, that, so oh, Schalke. Oh, in that case, okay. I, I take that back then. <laughs> that won't happen. No tasties, backsies. <laughs> um. PSG game. That's the, is that PSG? Yeah, Man United, PSG. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I well, see Roma, Man United, Dortmund, <laughs> Real Madrid, Barcelona. I think that the Bayern-Liverpool game is going to be tight. I think they're probably going to have to, you know, do that one again. But I'm going to I'm going to pick Liverpool on that one to oh, come out on man, top. That's a, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Juventus, just because of you know who. Yeah. Even though he's injured. The guy's injured, right? He's out. Oh, I don't know. Is he? Is, uh, who's got the broken foot right now? Or the broken... Oh, that's Neymar. That's Neymar. Yeah, Sorry. Neymar's that's out. PSG. That's, that's PSG. Okay, so again, and then I feel good about that, but Man City uh, with the win over uh, Schalke 04. Yeah, I was thinking Schalke was playing somebody else. So so Barcelona's going to advance. Real Madrid's going to advance. You know, we're guessing... Uh, I don't want to say the usual suspects, but it, it, it is. for the, You know, because they're playing Lyon and, and Ajax. Um, and then probably Romo Porto, maybe. But yeah, then... So the... the the great games of that Man U PSG game, the Liverpool Bayern Munich game. Um, yeah, Juventus should advance. They're playing Atletico. Who's I good? Think that will be a good game. Yeah, a, they a, were defense. not too far removed from the Champions League final. That's true. And a very, very strong defensively. They always are, and they have Griezmann, who's yeah. one of the best in the world. Yeah. Um, and City should advance too. So those, I don't know. Well, well who's your pick? Like between Dortmund and Tottenham? Uh, Liverpool. Okay. <laughs> or, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> Dortmund. Well, speaking of that, you think Liverpool's going to beat Bayern? Yeah, I think Liverpool's going to get through. I think, really? I think Bayern's a little bit past it. They've got some older legs. Some older legs in the team. But, and, uh, and they, and they kind of need to focus on the league a little bit, too. But. Yeah, exactly. So I think, well, let's, let me give you, but let me give you my eight. Liverpool's depth. And Liverpool, they got to focus on the league, too. They want Since they've never won, as we yes. just talked about. Yeah, yes. they got to focus on the league, but... I, I guess they're they're more secure top four. I guess it's where you put your priorities yeah. more than anything else. But I would have City going through, uh, Juventus going through, but that one could be really tight because I think Atletico Madrid is pretty good. Uh, Barcelona, uh, Liverpool, uh, Real Madrid, Dortmund, Man United, and Roma. Okay, I, I knew you'd go Man United. That, that Man United PSG game could be unbelievable. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. So some very exciting uh, stuff happening in the UEFA Champions League. But again, games on the 12th and 13th and the 19th and the 20th. And of course, uh, with the replays then uh, set for March. So depending on how, how the beatdowns go in the first round, especially, and I'm assuming this is on aggregate as well. So if yeah. you score yeah, yeah. as an away team, you score on the home team's turf, you get, that's like a little extra. Yep. Exactly. And, and that's what, to, to Jeff's point about Atletico Madrid, they don't give up goals. So they, I mean, they, they're very strong defensively. So even, even playing against Ronaldo and team, uh, that could be a one nil going into the next round. Yeah, they're not going to get blown out. 
Which, by the way, who's the guy who stopped us uh, at Captain Jack's? He said we were trash-talking his favorite player. <laughs> Brent Sorensen. <laughs> he's a, a good buddy of mine, great guy. He's, he's actually my, he's heading to Europe He's a very soon. giant man. I did not want to make him irritated. <laughs> he's like, he, he listened to the show, and we were bagging on Neymar. Thanks to Corey Donahue, by the way. He was the one bagging on Neymar mainly. Uh, uh, if I'd have been here, right. I'd have been on that. It wasn't even us. Well. <laughs> I'd have been right where with Corey. This guy was, like, looming over him. I'm like, dude. <laughs> oh, and, and, I'm like, yeah, Corey he's... is right over there? And he's about the same height as me, so go ahead. He's, like, he's like, I listened to your show. I'm like, oh, thanks for listening. He's like, yeah, what are you guys bagging on Neymar for? <laughs> Any press is good press, right? That's right. That's right. Creating some controversy. He, he came all the way from York just to yell at us on Saturday. So. <laughs> we had a great turnout. hope we hear from him soon because he's going yeah. to Europe to see some games. So, so nice. yeah, he wants. Uh, so the the deal was when he got back, we would get him on the show because, of course, he'll have some great stories of being at games overseas. Dortmund is in first place in Bundesliga. Mönchengladbach is in second. And Bayern is what? in third. What? Where did Mönchengladbach get second? Exact. Well, it's a tie. Awesome. But, you know, when you look at the, the goals differential, they put them in second place. Awesome. All right. Bayern is in third. Leipzig is in fourth. And Eintracht is in fifth. That is wow. the way the Bundesliga goes. Dortmund, though, in first place. 49 points. Dude, there are seven points up on everybody right now. That's, wow. It That's... can't be stopped. Anyway. Wow, Byron went down the third. I know it's a tie, but yeah, uh, it's it's a tie, you but, know. But goal differential counts, so wow. And all those teams, uh, Dortmund has an American. Martin Glabach has an American. Bayern probably does on like their second team has an American, probably. But actually, I think uh, Jonathan Klingsman might be there on their backup team. What? Uh, Leipzig's got an American. Uh, so they, yeah, all those those Americans in the top top teams there. That's great to see. Lewandowski, by the way, you remember the name of Lewandowski. Oh, sure. He's in third place right now, tied for third in goals in Bundesliga. We know that name. That dude is awesome. He's great. He was a former Dortmund guy. So Byron bought him up. (laughs) Sancho, who plays for Dortmund, he is in first place in assists right now. Oh, it's okay, okay. He's the, I think he's that young He's uh, the guy who unseated Pulisic, took took his starting spot. Yeah. Young, about the same age, uh, England guy. Born, born in March of 2000, ladies and gentlemen, and that oh should make my. you feel a little bit old right now. Oh born in March gosh. of 2000. If you can play, you're old enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Not even kidding. So, a very interesting stat is that kid is number one in assists right now in Bundesliga. Good for him. And we always like to see the Americans get, get some play as well, of course, which plenty of them are playing in the Bundesliga. Over into La Liga, the standings, Barcelona's in first. Six points up on Atletico with Real Madrid in third place, eight points down of Barcelona. Sevilla and Getafe in fifth place in La Liga. La Liga. Stats, look who's in first place. First place with 21 goals, Mr. Messi, if you will. With Suarez in second place in goals. <laughs> Same team, by the way, folks. Same team. Both play for <laughs> Barcelona, as if you did not know that. And they're in first place. And if you look at those standings and look at goals scored, you can see why. Because there's Barcelona with 60 goals scored on the year. Number two, Atletico, has 32. Um, uh, but to be fair, uh, Real Madrid is actually second in the goal scoring with 37. But anyway... Barcelona has twenty three has scored twenty three more goals than the second place team. One could say that Messi is selfish, but he's in first place in assists. 
Wow. With 10 assists for Barcelona. He's leading in goals and assists. They also have the, the, the guy in second place in assists, Alba. Jordi uh, Alba, wow. Jordi Alba is in second so the, place the in the top assists. two in assists are also Barcelona? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? With uh, Griezmann no one... being tied for second with Alba. And he's on the second place team. Okay. <laughs> kind of makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. So that's, I think that's a, an awesome uh, stat to throw out there. It, all those points, all those points piling up for Barcelona. They, they, are, they are a machine. They are a machine. But Real Madrid is not going to sit by idly. They are doing their best to catch up with them from how far they fell. They've made a jump, but it's, the fact is, who's Barcelona going to lose to? To get, to get more points, give up more points. So. They've only lost twice all year. Which is one more loss. I think they had all of last year, by the way. <laughs> Real Madrid has Atletico this weekend. Uh, and Ooh, that's, that's, uh, a, that's actually a pretty big matchup. And uh, Barcelona takes on Atletico Bilbao. B- Bilbao? Bilbao. Bless you. Yes, thank you. Anyway, so that's the <laughs> schedule for this weekend. So that's what's going on in La Liga. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN 1015, 1480 AM. You're listening to the Real Football Show. On ESPN KLMS. It is a real football show on ESPN 1015, 1480 AM. And away we go with the final segment of today's show. We'll start off with the FA Cup. That is the tournament of David versus Goliath. The fifth round has been set. Who's left of the big boys? Well, guess what? They'll actually play each other. Chelsea and Man United will play on the 18th of this month as part of the FA Cup, which again started back in September. With 500 teams, something like that, some crazy number, and they get it whittled down, and we're down to, again, the last round, which looks like the, the round of 20. That's the, the la- That's a massive matchup for uh, Sweet 16, so, pretty sorry, much. Sorry, six, yeah, Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. That's a massive matchup. Uh, that's the only matchup of two, P- two EPL teams. Uh, Man City plays Newport County, Doncaster, and Crystal Palace, Brighton, and Derby County. Queens Park Rangers... Up against Watford, AFC Wimbledon against Millwall. Ooh, always a dicey matchup whenever you're taking them on Millwall. That's all we ever hear. Bristol City and the Wolves, and Swansea takes on Brentford. Then we will go to the semifinals after we get it whittled down after the fifth round. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. So Brighton just won earlier this week. That was like the final game to get in there. Um, So, you know, Mr. Penfold's team is in the Sweet 16 also. Um, uh, Newport County is like the last... The lowest ranked team. What is it, team. like the level four, level five team? Yep, they're League Two. So they're they're a pro team. The, la- the last non-pro team just got knocked out that uh, uh, Barnett. Barnett was like the fifth tier, the non-pro team. So Newport County is their 14th place in the fourth league. And they ha- they're hosting Man City. So Crazy. there's an 81, po- uh, an 81 ranking gap. Between Man City and Newport that's, County, that's, County, that's like the Yankees showing up at Haymarket Park to <laughs> Absolutely. play the dogs. Absolutely, <laughs> but that's the cool thing about the FA Cup is it's a tournament that includes everybody from the ground up. Even the what was it, the Metropolitan Police even fielded a team <laughs> at one time. You know, during this tournament, which we were just reading about them, I think about two months ago, they were still playing. Yeah, yeah, and now there's only 16 teams left. Seven of them are EPL teams. Five of them, five of them are in the top ten of the EPL. Uh, there's six championship teams, League Two, you know, the team below it, which is what you expect. Yeah. And then still two from League One, and then the one Newport County from League Two. So a couple Cinderella's left. 
I was reading, I was, it was last week, as a matter of fact, we had read about Millwall and there was some problems at their last game. Uh, they're, they, when they beat Everton three to two, there was, uh, there was, uh, I want to say skirmish, but there was, uh, it was because it went down at Millwall Stadium, the den, as it is known. <laughs> Remember, we had heard about this yeah. last week after the show, and luckily they're playing Wimbledon on the road, so maybe they'll calm down their their team a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a very vicious crew that they have. Anyway, so FA Cup is all set, and again, they won't start on that until Friday the fifteenth in the fifth round. So we've talked men's, we've talked women's, we've done La Liga, Bundesliga, everything. I don't know. Uh, you know what we you have? Know, uh, there's a well. I'm going to ask it. Maybe you don't know this. There's uh Atlanta United, MLS reigning champions, just signed a guy, a 28-year-old center back from Guinea. Guinea? Yeah, Guinea. Um, he, his name is Florentine Pogba. His brother plays for your team. Yeah. Have you ever heard that name before? Uh, I knew that Paul Pogba had a brother, and if you've ever seen him, they look pretty similar. I don't, I, I don't think they're twins. They're not, but uh, that they Florentine look- has a twin. Okay, because they look all all. Okay, and they're so this Florentine is a couple years older, him like three years older than Paul Pogba, and so they're born in Guinea and then moved to France and they're babies. So Pogba, Paul Pogba was born in France. Yeah, and and I think Guinea's probably a France. Yeah, I think it's probably an old colony. They speak French. But I I just saw them like what? It's kind of cool that so Pogba's brother. And then you know maybe Pogba will come over in a year or two. Yep, or ten years. Yeah, I think so. So there's a, evidently a big announcement but since we kind of you know sw- swayed over to MLS. There's some big announcement coming with Nashville on February 20th. Oh, um, evidently uh, the free uh, uh, attendees will visit Nashville sports history and the next step in the march to MLS. That's all telling us February 20th. Nashville MLS will make a major announcement concerning the future of the franchise. I think St. Louis had some info out there not too long ago. Uh, the Nashville guy I've met one of the owners. He's the the Redditch from from Lincoln. Oh really? Yeah, uh, Chris Redditch. Sean was the one who played goalkeeper. He was a goalkeeper at East on some of their good good teams back in the day with the Clem brothers and that when they were winning state championships. And then he went and played college basketball. So it's Chris Reddage then because he was playing in the field with them. Okay. And went on to play like college soccer. And now he's like a, an, uh, one of the owners of this Nashville team. Nice. And I, I met him when I went to the game in Nashville nice. against a uh, super nice guy. What a local and, flavor of that crew. Yeah. So it kind of, kind of be nice to root for Nashville and Lincoln connection. Talking about uh, MLS and we move on to Sporting KC. Did you guys see the unveiling of the new jerseys? Oh, I haven't yet. Very sharp. Yeah. It's the same color blue, but it's got kind of a uh it's got kind of a staggered stripe that runs down the front. Um, in fact, it's crazy to think, but Sporting KC are in action this month at Children's Mercy Park as they take on uh Club Deportivo. Yeah, because they're in that the CONCACAF championship. So they'll play Thursday twenty Thursday the twenty first, and they'll play also Sunday, March tenth against Philadelphia. Uh, which both those games are at Children's Mercy Park. Woof. Kids. It seems really cold to me. I don't know why. Because it's going to be really cold. <laughs> Honestly, it's got like yeah, a staggered stripe. Yeah, staggered stripe running down the front of it. Very sharp looking jersey. So Sporting KC is is back. Uh, I'm super excited for the MLS to start, though. Yes. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be that's mid-March or early March. And uh, that'll be awesome. 
Um, so on we go to speak of, uh, by the way, nobody's surprised by this, especially since it was my first trip to a Sporting KC game this past year. <laughs> Children's Mercy Park has been recognized as a top tourist attraction in the state of Kansas. Well, I'm not going oh, really? to make fun of Kansas here, <laughs> but I am going to tell you, it was quite a bit of fun, and I was actually in Kansas. So I'd say, yeah, it was pretty good, and I will definitely <laughs> be going back for a game this year. Let's let's start working on that now because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I don't know what else is in Kansas. I mean, it's funny because you don't think about the fact that you're in Kansas when you're at the Sporting KC game, you know. Except for maybe, hey, can we go see the big ball of twine or whatever the you know whatever it is, uh, Paul Bunyan's <laughs> boot. <laughs> those other those other statewide things that they have. So, yeah. Uh, guys, what's the big plans for this weekend? Weller, what's going on with you? You got uh, coaching going on. I've got nothing coming up here. What? I've, I've, I've got weekend duty at the YMCA, so always spending oh. a lot of time there. <laughs> do you get the NBC Sports Channel? Yes, I do. All right, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, 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 Perk, what do you got going on? Uh, I'll be watching a lot of soccer. That, that Sunday morning 10 o'clock game, Man City and uh, Chelsea will be hopefully, hopefully a good one. With hopefully the darker color blue coming up on top. So, so if you uh, and by the way, since we we do like to talk local, Husker Soccer 2019 schedule has been announced oh. Sunday, March third. The Husker women will take on Drake at the Hawks Championship Center, so we don't have to worry about. <laughs> I went to I went to one of those games last year, an Hawks. indoor soccer game. It's yeah, pretty cool. Spring, the spring games are always fun to go watch. They usually do. They usually pack the balcony, yeah, and a lot of it comes standing room only. But they'll kind of modify the field a little bit so nobody runs into a wall. But you know, <laughs> it's a legit game. Yeah. Sunday, March tenth, the Husker ladies will take on UNO at the Hawks Championship Ooh, Center. Okay. And then we get into April, and it's at uh, Ankeny, Iowa against Minnesota. Then they'll go down to uh, Kansas City to play Missouri on Saturday, April 13th. And then on the 20th, they'll play at Colorado in Boulder. I was wondering if they'd get one game at Hibner in there in the spring, but maybe, maybe not. <laughs> they, that, they used to like try the, to do like one late. That would coincide with the spring game. Oh, yeah, yeah. For football. You know what this state is? It's a, it's a snow NATO waiting to happen. It's a snow tornado. <laughs> yeah. You know, anytime we want to schedule anything in the spring, like I said, it probably shouldn't happen until after Easter or Mother's Day. Coach Weller is a high school coach for a long time. He knows all about that stuff. <laughs> yep, yep. They're also, Nebraska's also hosting a coaches clinic coming up on the 22nd of February. It's got some, oh, yeah. some good names that are coming to it. I know the uh, Florida State head coach is going to be there and doing some sessions. Where's uh, Bob at? Warming? It's going to be down at Hawks. Oh, Bob nice. Warming is going to be doing some sessions. Matt Briggs, who is his new assistant, we've had him going to be doing yeah. a, a guest of the show. Is yeah. going to be doing some sessions. Uh, John Walker is going to do a session. I'm trying to think of oh Ian Barker, who's with United Soccer Coaches, which Dang. is a big coaching education organization. You'll be there, I assume. Uh, I'm planning to be there. Yes. Awesome. That's, Otherwise, that's guys, we'll another great show. Remember, American Outlaws. Tell them about that real quick. Just become a member. It's so much fun just to be part of this. You don't even have to be a soccer person. It's just, you know, if you like the USA and like to have a good time and like to be a, something that started in Lincoln, it's theamericanoutlaws.com, a membership tab right there. 25 bucks a year. Tank of gas. It's all it costs. And you can go with us to trips to Kansas City. And then once you join the American Outlaws, you can get those early notifications about going overseas and, and going to games overseas. So it's it's a huge great group time. going to France for the Women's World Cup. And, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. In fact, we'll probably do another, what, uh, some type of big gathering Captain Jacks again here very soon. Sure, and I'm thinking probably a live show maybe in the summer, too. Well, so, I like uh, I mean, it already. <laughs> I already like the way you think. It is the Real Football Show. Perk, 
Weller, guys, great show. And, of course, you can get the show on demand on iTunes and, of course, at ESPNLincoln.com. If you're just catching part of the show, you're like, what was this all about? It's all about the beautiful game that is soccer. It is the Real Football Show. It's Animal. Have a great weekend.